It is that time of year again for those who have a softball in the spring like us. And as you can tell my, by my voice, we have had our first games and I have thoroughly lost it. So without further ado, super excited to bring you LaGrange College's softball season. We've gotten such good feedback with Alicia's seasons and running through it uh, week by week, how what we're doing, how our girls are doing, working through it, that we decided to bring you both seasons this year. So today we're talking about how we got through my team's culture. Uh, we got the first week and a half or so of practice, and we are super excited for this season. So come on, join us for this season, and I think you'll see we've got coaches in our sweet spot crew from 10U all the way up to college, and I think you'll see that we deal with the same stuff. We're all working mindset. Life is about the mental game. So join us, try get some ideas, and we hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Get your head in the game, coach. You're about to get your audio dose of softball inspiration. I'm Melanie Rushing, And I'm Alicia Smith. And we help softball teams win more games and have more fun. Right now, you're joining thousands of passionate coaches across the nation who are dragging the field, prepping for the day, or driving to that other job while they learn and grow as a coach. So if you're ready to learn how to build a strong team culture, get your players to believe, and make a real difference in their lives, you're in the right place. This is the Mental Sweet Spot Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. Uh, first, a little disclaimer, um, my audio is awful today because I forgot my mic at home. So if it's echoey, this is why. But we're rolling through because that's coaching is making adjustments. <laughs> so a little role reversal this week and for the next few weeks coach mel so i want you to so kind of it is weird for me to ask you <laughs> usually the other way around but i want i want you guys or i want you to kind of share how your very first week of season two went and some of the things you did with your team and uh share 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 and then i'm going to ask you some more questions as you go yes yeah very weird to be on the side even though it's just our normal conversations uh so we started friday with culture we had our Ronald one team we have some very specific rules on when we can meet high school coaches get it with your like small group sessions uh so friday we had this two-hour meeting plan i wanted to go over as much culture as i could uh so we've learned year after year it's never a two hours and done talk when you're doing it right um the cool caveat was we had two awesome recruits sitting in including one of our group's parents uh so luckily no one on our team is shy so it went just as i would have expected without anyone there uh but oh i left the meeting just pumped uh we got through uh saying what we wanted and i had everybody jot down their individual goals first like hey for you what do you want this season um there were some stats they were all pretty much outcome based but then also everyone included something around energy which was super cool um, so what we landed on for goals was, uh, he, I can't wait to watch your face on this, uh, winning percentage of 700. And for some context, we played 40 games, all double headers. Um, and I've scheduled really tough <laughs> in the beginning, especially. Uh, so they said 700 win percentage and for more, uh, info, I don't even want to calculate our win percentage from last year. <laughs> <laughs> the outcomes did not reflect how it felt, but this is a, it was very interesting to me. They, they went with 700 at first couple said like over 500 and then just kept going up. Um, they said 750 at one point. I'm like, this is a little bit. 
So I, in talking with my assistants, if my girls listen to this, I'll be honest with them. I don't think that's realistic and I'm okay with it. We can adjust if necessary. Um, and then the next one, uh, they started talking about averages and then they were kind of talking about uh, quality of bats and they landed on on base percentage. So they really wanted to focus on getting on base because uh, one thing that we struggled with last year was stringing hits, which I think all coaches understand. Lots of stranded runners. Um, but our big goal was 700 on base percentage. So, <laughs> seven, you understand? As a team, mind you. Uh, so again, I freaking love it. Uh, even telling the boss that, she's like, all right, don't you crush their dreams, Mel. <laughs> okay, I, won't, I won't crush their dreams. Uh, we might have to reel it in, and that is fine. Um, one mistake I made very first time doing goal setting with the team, a second year out of college, was I got too hung up on the number, and then as soon as we weren't hitting it, like all of us were freaking out and clenching. So now I'm just like, hey, I'm a modeler. Fine, let's start with that, and let's go from there. On the third one, they kind of wanted to have some way of gauging their energy. Uh, not necessarily like, you're going to have low days, the, the dugout is being loud. That's not always the thing, but the amount of energy you bring, regardless of how much you have, he called it one of our freshmen. She's been freaking awesome. Uh, she explained it in a way that was like, whatever you have that day, when you know you're bringing your best, that's the energy. So we called it a hue monitor. We <laughs> call her a hue. <laughs> so the hue monitor, seven out of 10, like 10 being off the charts energy, one being your sleep. Uh, so that was their third big goal was the few monitor seven out of 10. So for the season, those are our big goals we're aiming for. I love that you're like not staying in front and say 700 is not even possible. Like that's stupid. Like I love that because I think it's awesome that they're shooting big. I think that starts off with, you know, they have the confidence that, that they can, they can do that. So what happens when statistically, you know, you've gotten to the point during the season where maybe you don't. How do you as a coach kind of help them navigate that when they don't hit, they know they can't reach their goal? You said adjust, but how do you navigate that part and teach them to keep working for something, even though they know statistically that's no longer achievable? Yeah, and quite realistically, this could, this conversation could happen about three weeks in because I scheduled super hard at the beginning of the season. Um, and then I don't want them to feel like, oh, God, now we can't catch up or we're trying to catch up. Uh, so I've already thought it through before I let them land on that. <laughs> I was like, I need to make sure I have my plan in my head. Uh, so if when if that happens, uh, we definitely have to pull back from it. One thing um, I've learned is really helpful is giving them like forcing them to have some perspective. So we take time away from the field, maybe sit in a dugout, maybe go up in the press box, something that's not just in the dugout like usual. Um, and really get them to say, like, hey, this was a fail. We've not hit this number. But what lessons did we learn so that we can then hit our next goal? So before we even set the next goal or adjust it, um, getting them to recognize all the good things that went into it, the wins despite failing with the outcome. And then, like, okay, now how can we take that? And we don't need to drop it down from 700 to 350 then how do we adjust to still pushing ourselves, but not feeling like, and eh, we gave up on that goal. Um, so it would, I would make sure it's a separate conversation and then build it into uh, a drill right away. That was some feedback I got from my girls last year was we, 
um, we talked about this. We talked to other coaches about not separating mental training all the time, and I did. So really building that right into the practice plan. Like, hey, say we adjust it down to 650. Say we adjust it down to 600. All right, how can that translate into a drill like the 100-point game, uh, a drill like 21 ounce? Um, what are the lessons you learned? How can you apply that right now and see like, hey, do we feel good about this? Because another thing we talked about in setting these goals was the difference between like how confident are you in it? It's kind of hard to gauge. So we talked about it. Is this more like a hopeful? Like, I hope we can get to 700. Or is it a trust? Like, I trust if we can put these pieces together. Yes, I realize there are pieces that go into it. But if we put this together, I trust that we can get there. Um, so that's how we gauged it. And then reframing it that way, if we do have to adjust, okay, now how believable is it? Is it more hopeful, more trusting? That's where we landed with that. And I really like their energy goal because they have some effects, right? So did they kind of tell you how they're going to gauge that individually and as a team daily? Yes, which some more uh, learning on my part. I need to schedule more time at the end for all the reflections because now I want to add that onto their goal sheets. So we did goal sheets every day and now they're turning into more like uh, in the beginning we set an intention. Uh, you can do this with every age, which I like, um, but the college girls are definitely grasping onto it. Like you don't have to have a specific goal <laughs> because um, there are some times I don't give them a practice plan until right then and they feel like they're rushing. So they have their intention for the day. Like, hey, it's a rough day, so I'm just going to give as much energy as I can. Um, and then reflecting at the end, what were your wins, what were your fails, and then lessons learned. So putting that into it, like every day, what was your humanitor? Where were you today coming in? Were you able to stay that way? Did something throw you off? Uh, tracking that individually so that the whole team can be at that step. Big things. Half the time we don't notice our energy is off or our, our tune is showing up <laughs> until it's too late. So it's kind of training them to track that and be able to manage it better. It's everyday part of our goals. I think the intention part is really key, right? For And it's hard to learn that part, of, even as a coach, right? Because you mm. not only have to be teaching the intention behind it, also the reflection on what happens when I don't bring it, right? If I don't bring the energy, then how does that impact my performance? And the only way to really tie the two together, right, is if you take that time to reflect. And I think what's hard as a coach, and I fall into this trap and just working with an organization a couple weekends ago, right? It's so hard to take time away from repetitions, like all the reps that you take. Like, well, if that might mean that I don't get as many swings in the cage. Right. So how do you really, as a coach, you know, this stuff and it's so easy to talk about, but as a coach, how do you, when you're in the weeds, how do you really like refocus that all the time to make sure that they have, they have the quality over quantity and everything that you're doing is impactful over the long run. Yeah. Constant uh, balancing shift. Uh, but one thing that's helped me this year and I'm doing a better job. I'm proud of myself for that um, with packing things in. Um, is a making sure that I I know myself like I'm, I'm certain that I will get a lot more out of these girls and I'll make a lot more impact on them if I'm more specific and detailed with them on one thing versus oh we covered all of these things today um, I've seen it firsthand already 
and then the other piece is explaining to them, hey, this is my focus for my two hours with you. Uh, we'll break down one thing. Like last year we would do person service, but also doing base training, also doing some hitting in the background. Uh, whereas this fall, it was, and the difference was night and day with the same exact catchers. <laughs> All last season, they were not confident in those plays. So they would just throw back the pitches. <laughs> it was almost subconscious. But after that one practice, just letting the other things go, focusing on that, they were night and day different. And now that confidence carries through so that all season, it'll just be a reminder. We won't need to have to take a whole day for first and thirds. Um, and now shifting that is then putting some more on them. So if you need reps, that's not the best use of our time in those two hours. If you need reps in the on the field, you get them another time. And we'll have that discussion today of like, it doesn't need to be stress the players out by, you got to do an extra all the time, blah, blah, blah. You're never going to be good if you don't do it on your own. Um, I don't want to go that far because then I feel like, well, then coach, what are we doing in those two hours? <laughs> uh, so I frame it to them as your extra can be 30 minutes a week. Come before or after practice, come during the day if you want. Get those specific reps that you need that way you can be all in and focused when we're working on specific smaller things. Yeah, we talk about that too a lot. Um, just because, you know, one of my assistant coaches is such a great hitter and she'll tell the kids all the time, I, I was a good hitter because I spent all this time swinging extra, right? Granted, she had the facilities to do so. But I think that that's the key is that we do still have to put a little bit of ownership on them to do a little bit of extra because our time is limited. So how do you... How do you prioritize on a daily and weekly basis of what you're going to focus on? Do you, is it reactionary or do you have a plan? Uh, it's a little bit of both. I have my drill bank that I rely on. <laughs> Drills, uh, or sorry, not drill banks, uh, the skills they need. So everything from physical skills to throwing and catching <laughs> um, to plays like first and thirds and situational things like, hey, you got to know how to hit with a run around third. Uh, I know I don't have to keep it spinning in my head. Um, and then each week, at the end of the week, so we go usually Monday through Saturday. After Saturday, I go over my head like, hey, these are things that went well. This is what we really need. So that part is always on the fly of like, this is going to take precedence right now. Like if we had a great week hitting and defense sucked, we're going to focus more on defense that week. Um, and there's always a ebb and flow with that. But having the bank to know that I can cover all these things when necessary and then focusing day to day, really. Like today is just this. Later this week, we'll cover that because another fun thing for coaching in spring is weather. So have all these plans, then we get rained out and can't do any defense. So it's being more flexible while having trust in that bank to like, I need it, we'll, we'll cover it. So, what is your goal moving forward for week two? Uh, so, we're in like week one and a half. So this first week really focused on knowing ourselves situationally. Uh, a lot of times we'll do great in the cages and then get up to the bat and, like we said, couldn't hit runners in, didn't know how to make adjustments when the pitcher was owning us. Uh, so really this whole week has been focused on uh, offensively making those adjustments and figuring out who you are, like what we made a hitting profile. 
what kind of pitches do you like? What zone do you like? Um, what do you do with change-ups? You got to do something. You can't just freeze. <laughs> Either you, you sit back and drive it or you figure out how to foul it off. Um, what do you do in this situation? So we're talking them through a lot of these things now so that they can practice the things that they need to work on. Um, so you can say, like, I love inside pitches. Great. Own it. And then if you get a pitcher who only throws you outside, what's your plan? Um, so... That's been the focus all this week, um, getting our pitchers rolling. And then the forecast for next week is all rain. So I'm like, well, I guess we're adding in more defense this week. <laughs> so that it was still our focus. We have gotten as many uh, offensive reps because we have covered uh, cages. So now I know, okay, I'm going to push more of those combos to next week. And now we're focusing on defensive work, um, the things we need. Yeah. Skills, like physical-wise, I feel like we're making definite progress even in a couple days. It's better than the snow we're getting up here. So. I know. And I'm not about to complain because our baseball team, which is less than a football field away, they're a slightly lower elevation, and their field is done for. That's oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the part, like those uncontrollables, but it can get so frustrating as a coach, right? Like, huh? I'm thinking, well, we've had a pretty mild winter, so maybe we'll get lucky. Oh, no. Don't you, you better knock on wood, though. Right, exactly. Exactly. It's like, psych, here's the <laughs> snow again in point two. I know. <laughs> but, like, just January is almost over. Turning the, you know, the calendar to February, you're like, okay, that means we're only about six weeks away. And then this happens. You're like, it'll never go away. <laughs> so, for the last question. You're like, we're hot. <laughs> I know, I know. For the last question I have for you for week one, one thing you learned this week yourself. My biggest thing was more time at the end of practice. I was allotting 10 minutes thinking mm. by the end of season, yeah, it, it really does only take 10 minutes to share because we come in together in a circle and last year we shared wins. This year we're sharing, sharing fails. So they'll still throw in their wins, but I'm really trying to get them to like just own the fails and not make a big deal out of it. And they've done a great job. They'll giggle their way through it like, oh, fail, ball went through my feet. <laughs> like, um, but then really talking through, like it wasn't, Ball through my feet when I'm not talking about it, it feels like idiot. Who would do that? Like you're dumb. Really, it was oh, I wasn't focused on So not a big deal, but now I know I need to focus on the rep because I don't want to feel that way again. <laughs> so yeah, now I bumped it up to 20 minutes at the end of every practice to make sure we're not rushing through that. Um and like really wrap it up. And that's hard to do. It's hard to add more time to stuff like that sometimes. You know, because at least you're on a very strict time limit. I try to be done by 6.30, but sometimes it's 6.45, you know, and then the freshman parents mm -hmm. are sitting up at the top of the parking lot waiting. So, <laughs> but I don't have a strict time limit. So I think that that's kudos to you for really focusing on those really important things and knowing how important they are. So it'll be really, it'll be really interesting. And I'm really excited to hear about your team's journey, focusing on these things now. And just knowing, knowing that you're laying the foundation, right? So, and you have actually started that last year. So you've laid the foundation actually last year, this year, the you're whole just year, yeah. really implementing a lot of different things that you learned. And that's the fun part about coaching, I think, is really just making those adjustments and trying to figure out different things that work. And when you find something that works, man, it's like gold. So, yeah. so I'm super <laughs> excited to, to hear about your season and uh, we'll keep going next week and fill in week two. 
And that is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you all for joining us. And if you too want to get started with your team and don't really know where, head to mentalsweetspot.com and take our assessment. It's a very quick little evaluation where you can see where your team stands on the seas. So head there today, check it out. You can get started today. And if you're really excited, you can get going with your team's culture just like we did. That's on the website as well. Just head to the tab that says for coaches and you can get started today. All right, coaches, have a good one.